When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your child has brain cancer. Can you imagine hearing those words about your own child? Nearly 5,000 families each year hear this life-changing diagnosis and live daily with the fear it brings. When a child is diagnosed with brain cancer, their lives are forever changed. The treatments used to treat children are toxic and cause damage to their developing bodies that can affect them for the rest of their lives. 95% of children who survive brain cancer will develop a significant health condition by the age of 45 as a direct result of the toxic treatments. This includes diagnosis of another cancer later in life or other countless deadly health problems. Our kids are special, and we need to treat them that way. By making a donation to the Team Jack Foundation, you fund research that leads to safer, more effective treatments, giving kids hope. You can be the difference. You can fund the cure. Join us and donate today by visiting teamjackfoundation.org. Welcome to Hale Varsity Radio, the voice of Husker Nation. Insight, opinion, expertise, with the biggest and best names talking Nebraska across the state. Join the show on Twitter at Hale Varsity and at Schmitz underscore radio. Call in at 402-466-ESPN or 1-800-825-5865. Here's Chris Schmitz. Back into it at Tower 2, it's Hale Varsity Radio, presented by Currency. He is back and ready for some football. We welcome in Hall of Fame coach Gary Barnett. Uh, coach, we, uh, in your honor, did uh, three racks of ribs last weekend and did some short ribs. And I, I would have saved some for you, but I don't think you were feeling like having anything, man. Good to, good to spend time with you today. Well, thank yeah, I couldn't have eaten the ribs, and, and I would have wanted to, but uh, <laughs> about all I can handle now is pablum, applesauce, and getting through it, we'll be all right. Well, a lot of college football to dive into, and, and I want to start with, with Ryan Walters, Illinois' defensive coordinator, Nebraska hosting the Illini. They come in ranked. They come in as pretty much the West favorite. They've done a lot of heavy lifting, Coach early this season with the the, kind of the big three of the West they've made it through. What do you like about Coach Walters and uh, just his style of defense? Illinois is number one in the country. Ryan Walters is is a heck of a young man, and he's he's done a great job. He did a really good job at Missouri and Memphis. Now he's at Illinois with with Brett Bielema. They've got, like you said, the number one defensive in the country, but Ryan has always been a student of the game. He was a high school quarterback that we knew was going to be a safety and I've been around Ryan since the day he came into this world and his, his dad was a quarterback for me and I recruited his dad and his dad would have been a great quarterback for offenses that are out there right now. We were running the wishbone at the time when we got Ryan and or when he got his dad, Mark, it just wasn't built to run the wishbone, but he could throw it so well on the run and make reads and that kind of stuff. If this offense shotgun was around, Mark Walters would have been a top 25 quarterback in the country. I, of course, followed Ryan and uh, recruited him, and Eric Benemy was on our staff when, when Ryan was getting starting to get recruited, and, and Eric had babysat him. Of course, he and 
uh, Eric and, and Ryan's dad are best friends. And so, you know, he's been around our family and our, we've been around his family for, for years and years since 1980s. So it's, uh, you know, I know him as a person and as a coach and, you know, I got uh, let go before he finished his career. You know, I, I think he then became a GA for, for Dan Hawkins. Yeah. He's been around the game. He's, he's very intelligent got a great family and you know i think he's a right he's going to be a head coach you know i don't know if it's going to be this year but it certainly well could be he's the name you hear right he's a name you hear for the colorado opening do you think he'd be ready and is that a job he'd want to look at well i'm sure he would want to look at it you know we've discussed it a little bit and i know he would he would want to look at it it's uh whether or not he uh and i am i'm relatively sure he'll he'll be interviewed because you just have to you can't pass up on a one of your guys and on uh meaning a colorado guy and a, a guy who's done so well has a has a heart for the place I mean, it's it was it'd be like passing up Mickey Joseph. So mm-hmm. it's uh, he'll be a guy I'm sure will be involved in the mix before it's all over. Each week, you and I talk that that Mick, you know, one it gets bigger, more people are in it, and mm-hmm. then two, the deadline becomes closer and closer. So things have to happen. Yeah, I, I'm sure Ryan will be uh, be featured in this thing. It's just whether or not the athletic director where he wants to go with it. We'll have to see. Gary Barnett with us on Hale Varsity Radio, talking Ryan Walters, Illinois defensive coordinator. Coach, are you? surprised or did you think this could hit as quick as it has for Illinois this year they're just mauling people great front end and back end defensively and really talented O-line are you surprised it's happened this soon for Illinois I'm not surprised by anything coach Peleman's involved with uh you know I've been around him coached against him and done his games on the radio and when he was at Arkansas when he was at Wisconsin you know, and just, you know, I I know Brent fairly well, but mm-hmm. he's a heck of a football coach. And then you, you take a place like Illinois, who is close to a really pretty doggone good hotbed of recruiting. It's, you know, I don't think the average fan really appreciates the fact that you, you got Chicago that close, you got Indiana, Indianapolis that close, which are both good football school uh, uh, communities. Um, you know, you're in a college town. It doesn't look like a destination place, but it's it's a it's a good place and it's a great school. So it's uh, you put the right guy in there, you know, and you're you're gonna you you got a chance to do something. You got to have great assistance, and I think he's got that. So yeah, I'm not I'm never surprised at what Brett does, and so they've they've done a good job here, and they're going to be a physical team. I guarantee you that every team he has is that way. I don't know how Nebraska matches up the first of a tough stretch for the Big Red. It's been a topic, matching physicality. What do you uh, think of this ball game uh, with Nebraska? They're at home. It's a national audience. Nebraska's lost 19 straight to ranked teams. I don't think Illinois overwhelms me, but I think they are really tough and good at what they do. So I don't know how it, how honestly it'll shake out. In favor for Nebraska, I do know that the Mick will have the kids playing tough and confident. I, I think that's that's something that that we feel good about here, at least covering Mickey and Nebraska since the change. Well, I, I'd say if you know Mickey's when you look at his next five, and you can say they're really they're difficult and physical, and that's very true. But you know he's in a position, really, if, if he can find a way to win. Uh, four of these games, 
Okay, and, and the, in the next three, you got Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Iowa. That are you know you, you're going to be in those games. Michigan, I'm not sure, but you're going to be in those games. And then Illinois, I mean, you're seven and a half point underdog at home, and so that could change really quickly. So you know, there's four games out there that if he's coaching his fanny off and those kids are are responding to him, that he's going to have a chance to be in and have a chance to. You know, who knows if you if you get it to the fourth quarter, and you get hot at the quarterback spot, anything can happen. So, um, you know, they're 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 allowing a lot of yards on defense, and that's that's the problem. But uh, they're going to be in it, and Mickey's got a he's got a legitimate chance here to to make a mark at Nebraska as a coach. Coach Barnett's with us, Hale Varsity Radio. Put your AD hat on. How are you judging Mickey? Is it? In wins and losses, is it look? Is it momentum? Is it recruiting? How would you ballpark this thing, when, whether or not you you go national? I mean, the other part of this well, equation, too, coaches, are you going to get some – is there a guy that will say yes, or are you uh, are you getting a lot of no's or maybes, right? Well, I, th- I think because he's you're around him day in, day out, you can see how he runs an operation. And that's critical. I mean, uh, six, most successful guys have successful operations. Mm-hmm. You got a few guys out there that are a little, that are you know, just you know, off the charts like Mike Leach. Mm-hmm. That you, you probably can't do anything but judge what happens on the field. But you you know, you judge the guy by the way he he organizes, presents, how his players respond, how his coaches respond, how the people in the building respond your fundraisers are around him, how he's, you know, it's, it's, it's a great job opportunity test for Mickey, but it's just as good for Trev Alberts as it is for Mickey. So you get a chance to see whether you can work with this guy and whether, you know, you you know, he's got the pedigree, but you know, can he run an operation? And that's critical today. And so he's, Mickey's getting exposed to NIL stuff. He's getting exposed to the portal as a, as a head coach. He would not have been exposed to as an assistant coach mm-hmm. quite the same. And, you know, he's, he's going to learn, and hopefully he's talking to coaches about how to, how to do all this stuff. Nobody really knows. But I think, I think in the big picture, the, the head coach has got to be above all the NIL stuff and above all the, the the portal stuff. I think it's the assistant coaches that are going to be involved with it a lot. And so he's got to oversee that and uh, learn how to keep an arm's reach away from it, but also be in control of it. Gary Barnett, couple minutes, Hale Varsity Radio. Coach, what would you do if you're the Big Ten moving forward as uh, one more hurrah for the West in 2023? Would you go divisionless? Would you go pods? How would you put the uh, the schedule and set up together for twenty twenty four and beyond? Yeah, and I haven't thought a lot about that, Chris. I I am sort of in favor of uh, no divisions, but that depends on what school I'm in. Yeah, no if, kidding. If, you know, I mean, it totally comes down to where I'm coaching. And so if I'm at Penn State or I'm at Michigan uh, or, um, you know, maybe Michigan State, you know, probably, probably maybe not, but uh, yeah, probably Michigan State. I'm, I'm going to somewhat be in favor of no divisions. Mm-hmm. But if I'm out 
at Nebraska and I'm at Wisconsin and I'm Iowa and Minnesota and Illinois and Northwest. I'm, I'm, I'm pushing for the divisions or a pod. So I'm probably not going to get divisions. So I got to sort of figure out how, how's the best way for me to find a way to win seven or eight games every year. And, uh, I'm guessing it's the luck of the pod is probably the best way to go. Um, I, I think, I think no divisions, uh, probably gives me a chance as well, but I, uh, you know, then it's going to come down to luck of the schedule a little bit, but yeah, I, I, uh, I think it depends on where I am. Coach, what, what do you think of, of the situation in Iowa? You had coach Ferentz, uh, kind of lash out and then put an apology out, but honestly their offense and the situation he's in with, with his son, right? I mean, Brian's the OC and things aren't going well. How do you view that situation from afar? You've got an elite defense that it looks like is being wasted. Yeah, I know. It's, you know, and Kirk has been able to sort of dodge all this stuff through the years and uh, and stay in that position and still put a winning team out there. But, you know, you make the decision to make your son – the coordinator, you got to live with it and die with it. And you, dying with it means either uh, you have a place to go home at night, or or you uh, you know you 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 don't. And so it's uh, it's. I mean, really, it's what it looks like. It boils down to. It's not that simple, of course, but it's uh, you know I feel for him. You know, the objective side of you says, you got to make a change, dude. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the other side, the human piece of it, you go, I get it, you know, and I don't know what you do, Mm -hmm. you know. But, you know, I I think a lot of it has, I think it's a discussion he has, I'm sure he's had and has to have with his son about, you know, are we going to both go down with this? Uh, Is that what it's going to look like? If so, I'll do it. Uh, or, you know, is this something that you, you need to, you know, get out of here for a while and, and go, you know, redo yourself uh, or what? But I'm sure those conversations are going on and they're not fun. You got to sell it to mama. Honestly, I mean, if, if I'm if I'm sure. if I'm Brian, I'm like, look, I'm not doing my job and uh, I haven't done my job. And I'm taking this thing down. I got to step out of the way for the old man. I got to do the right thing. That's my take. Well, that's what it looks like on the outside, but it's it's never that way. It's always a lot more complicated than that on the inside, and we don't know those yeah, those complications. You're, you're right. Gary Barnett with us, coach. Let's uh, dive into some weekend action. Ohio State visits Penn State minus fifteen and a half. Buckeye stubbed their toe. Cover. What do you think? Cover. Yeah, they're good. They are really. You know, good. I mean, I don't, I don't think I have to worry about that. But that'll be, it'll be a good game for a while. But I think, I think they're just, they're just that good. You know, they're they're top two or three team. Okie State's phenomenal. What a what a win over Texas. A tough one against DCU. Otherwise, they're still unbeaten. They're at Kansas State. I know Adrian went down. The backup came in, and then TCU roared back. What happens in Manhattan? Minus one and a half, Gay State. Can you believe that spread? Yeah, I mean, that's a, just a great run in Big Twelve games, Coach. I mean, every weekend it's been fun. I know. Well, it's been a great conference this whole year. I mean, I can't believe Oklahoma State is is not favored in this game. Uh, you know, 
whether I like Chris Kleiman, I like everything and Adrian, all that stuff. Hey, I'd, if I'm putting money on it, I'm going with Oklahoma State. I find it hard to believe that Kansas State's favored in this game, except Oklahoma State just can't play defense, but they can outscore everybody. Mm, yeah. Kentucky at Tennessee, minus 12.5 Tennessee. Uh, Stoops is a name that, that we talked about last week for Lincoln. Do you think he'd uh, he'd leave Kentucky in the SEC? I don't know that him and uh, Kyle Apari are boys, uh, but give me a thought on that coaching uh, name for Nebraska and also Tennessee-Kentucky. Well, I, I I couldn't bet against Tennessee. You know, I just I couldn't bet against them right now. They just, you know, Josh Heupel's maybe the best play caller in football, and they got it going. Quarterback will be at New York for the Heisman candidacy, mm-hmm. and so I I couldn't bet against them in that game. But uh, Stoops is uh, has absolutely done a great job. Everybody's everywhere he's been, it's whether or not he wants to leave the South mm-hmm. and um, and and come to anywhere, but. He's a he's a certainly a good candidate for any position. I think Nebraska Illinois coach uh, minus seven and a half. You taking points? You laying points? You know, uh, it's at Nebraska, and, and I think it's actually up to eight or something. Is what I saw yesterday. Okay. But I, uh, you know, I don't know. There, I uh, Illinois. I, it's going to be hard to move against that offense. That I was giving that defense, mm-hmm. but. Um, I think Illinois wins the game just because they can play so well defensively. Gary Barnett, coach, get uh, to feeling better. Have a good weekend, and we'll talk again. Thank you. Thanks, Chris. Great being with you. Good stuff from Coach Barnett, Tale Varsity Radio, presented by Currency for all your equipment financing needs. Got to go. Currency. More thoughts from the line perspective. Jeremiah Searles next on Hale Varsity Radio.